everybody. Welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're finally going to be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be. Is there anything that we don't know? A lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google. And a vet. Oh yeah, my mom's a vet. She knows some stuff. We have to do this So again. every once in a while, we're going to invite her on. No, we don't. We're going to actually use this. <laughs> welcome to Two Non-Doctors. Hi, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Neely. I'm Maria Shahada. I'm in, I'm in Atlantic City. It's, it's the same. Actually, it's kind of like chaos. Like, I, you know what? It's probably just as bubbling with people as it was before the pandemic, but it just seems more aggressive because it's still a pandemic. Yeah, I bet it actually is more aggressive. I feel like people have just generally been more aggressive in the past just, couple of years. Yeah, there's just so many people here. And like, and like, I haven't left the casino in two days, which is something I don't recommend. Like, <laughs> I open my windows and I'm like, I'm outside, right? Like, I feel like I'm outside, but I'm not. I haven't set foot. When my brother, because my usually I'd be here a week and I'm only here a couple of days. When my my brother usually comes with me and we'll play a video game, like do a little bit of gambling, but he smokes. So like every couple of hours, I would have to literally be outside with him. Not to say it's the best quality air. I'm in the smoking section outside of, you know, but like we'd be outside. And then he liked going for walks. So we would go for walks most days. And I realized without Sam, like it's almost like having a dog. I went to the gym. I, I ran on a treadmill, but yeah, I did not. I have not. I have not um, seen the outside world. But, there's nothing to see. <laughs> but I think I think we all know, like between like it being winter and vitamin D being helpful for like just feeling better about life. Like before we started the podcast, I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't left my room. <laughs> <laughs> in days <laughs> I've been outside a lot and I'm still down so I, I don't know I don't know that the outside helps I'm taking vitamin d supplements I don't know that that helps but um it's just January you know everything's shitty in January and then even without the external factors of what's going on yeah it's just a shitty month like yeah. what is it the couple Mondays ago is called blue Monday I think it was I don't know really? if it's a UK thing or whatever, but, and it was invented by an airline as a marketing thing to be like, so you should travel. <laughs> um, oh, it's the, is, yeah. I was going to say like, that was the cool thing about our topic today is like just realizing how much of what we do is because of campaigns, like yeah. somebody trying to sell something, which I think we intrinsically know that, but I was really like, oh, that shame came from an advertisement cool exactly yeah so they were like you're sad and you're like I, I guess I am it's the saddest day of the year you know it's like oh is that why I'm sad and they're like yeah you you should travel and get rid of like you know get out wow, of it what's some Don Draper shit like I, I know somebody took some studies and was like well how do we get more people to travel in January because they just traveled for the holidays and they're like let's let them know they're depressed because they are and not yeah. to see a therapist to go to Bermuda <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it, it's smart but you're also like <laughs> <laughs> yeah what would you say in the first episode of mad men it's like love doesn't exist it was invented like people like me by people like me to yes oh yes 
nylons. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That's perfect. Exactly. That's somebody just depression is real, but the solution can be bought. Well, I like to see that we're, we're both all in black and um, <laughs> you have a happy go lucky hair thing. So there's that. Um, my hair's going back to not being as um, lively and voluminous. So I'm back to faking it with scrunchies and shit. Yeah. Just, I think it's cause I straightened it again. I think straightening it is just making it sad, but I'm just lazy and I can straighten it. I guess it you don't like it. who we are. <laughs> you know what? I like putting a hat on in the winter and you can't take a hat off afterwards with curly hair because you just ruined your hairstyle as opposed to mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, like, I just feel like there's more options with straight hair. Yeah, I agree. I haven't straightened my hair for a long time. I have this like kind of seventies, like, cause it was pulled back. But now it's like, you know how they had like curly hair in the seventies, but they brushed it out. So it's like this, like kind of like oh, yeah. all one monogamous curl thing. Well, they, they made it almost like a helmet of hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there was a great clip of uh, um, like an old school Dolly Parton clip from like the eight, maybe the seventies or the eighties. And she's like on t- some talk show and some woman's like, my question for Dolly is how long does it take for you to do your hair? And she's like, oh, honey, I'm nowhere near my hair when it gets done. (laughs) She's like, I have no idea. (laughs) And then it just followed by like other clips about how she's always worn wigs. She's like, I'm lazy. She's like, I want my hair to look nice, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, I fucking, I mean, everybody's always loved Dolly Parton because she's always just like, yeah, I do what I want. Like, don't care. But like, (laughs) it was just, I just loved it. She's like, oh, honey, I'm nowhere near my hair when it gets done. (laughs) I listened to a whole episode of Liz Mealy doing Dolly. <laughs> Sugar plum. <laughs> oh, peach cobbler. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that level of fame where somebody or like, um, I think we all know this, but like I was, you know, I watched Queen's Gambit and I really enjoyed it. And then there was like a whole making of the Queen's Gambit. And then you see that she's wearing a wig, which makes sense because sometimes when someone's hair is so like angular and like it looks exactly the same and everything, you're just like, oh, I must must be a lot of hairspray or whatever. But they just put a wig on her Um, and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like Johnny and I had a long conversation about a character in Game of Thrones. I think it was we didn't have a long conversation. It was a long (laughs) like debate, I guess. But um, I think it was Daenerys. But I I think that's her name. But the blonde one, the queen of the dragons. and. I was like, that's a wig. I, I it just, I was like, God, that must take like hairstylists so long to do. Or no, that's a wig. He's like, I don't think that's a wig. And I was like, it's definitely a wig. Cause like you see, like you can see my part and you can see that my hair starts at different parts yeah. of my scalp. But like yeah. when you like look at wigs, it's all one line. Yeah. So like, I think that's the telltale. Yeah, absolutely. Same. You, that's like, that's, it's normal that like, not every, like the hair didn't have a conversation and be like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like I, shave the line. This lat- was it latitude and and um, what like this is where we're going to start. Like- <laughs> I was just saying message to wig makers. You should just do uneven lines. So yeah. realistic. maybe they do. I didn't look into it. Yeah, yeah I but um, no, I would especially something like that where like people are fighting, but their hair needs to look perfect. Like that's a wig. 
Yeah. I just thought like this girl's playing chess. Why is she wearing a wig? But I, I understand. Why was she wearing a wig? Um, I think, I mean, maybe contractually she had blonde hair. She didn't want to dye it red or she didn't want to cut it. Like I could see how like you're in a position where you're like, I don't, I want to do this movie, but still be myself. I didn't look at it and say that's a wig. I just when when it was like the making of it, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Why did they make a making of the Queen's Gambit? Like, how, or, like the show was I mean, good, they, I guess, but not so good that I needed to know how they made it. Well, you know what's really interesting? We got a chess is, board. Uh, we no, got some but, chess pieces. No, I'm not well, going to let you talk. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm still making no. this joke. Shut up. No, no. <laughs> I watched it and it didn't even answer the thing I I watched the behind the scenes of, which is I wanted to know how she how to play chess. Her. Yeah, but like, is it like? there's like little dots or does she have like a thing in her thing? Or like, did she practice? Like, how did she make the moves? Cause clearly it was all like real moves. Like she's not like pretending. And then people are like, what? And then there's some like chess person. That's like, she's just fucking moving stuff around like a moron. So <laughs> I'm assuming she learned the rules of chess. That's fine. But like, how did she, the same way that like you memorize your lines, did she memorize where she was going or was somebody telling her or were there little marks on the board or did they just practice it? Like, I don't know. I just, that's what I wanted to learn was it was, it just seemed like an extra tier of acting that she was going to have to uh, um, be feeling her feels saying her lines and doing smart stuff on a board. That's so it's just still like, I'm like, it's just chess. How hard is it to get someone to, to put, pieces in the right place when it's scripted it's i would be more interested in how like cobra kai was made like did those kids learn moves or were they were there stunt doubles or something that i didn't notice do you know what i mean but but that's what i'm saying is more likely there's stunt doubles as opposed to is there a chess stunt double like and that's when you start to look at the editing and be like oh it's always a hand and you never actually see or move the piece it's the same with pool play it infuriates me to watch pool in shows yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. see them make the shot and then it cuts to the shot and it's just like, where's my wide angle? I want to see, I want to yeah. see the whole thing from I start know to finish. That this dude practiced to get this part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you found him in a like smoky pool hall somewhere. We're yeah, not yeah, allowed yeah. to smoke, but they did anyway because they're such rebels, and they just <laughs> also were a good actor. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know. I just really liked it, and it was also in the middle of the pandemic when you were like, oh, I guess this. I don't have anything else to do. Let's learn more about this. Well, kudos to the algorithm because I didn't even know there was a making of the Queen's Gambit. It was almost like the algorithm was like, Marie's not going to care. Like, don't even bother. No, 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 no. She's going to make fun of us. Back away, back away, back away. Um, announcements. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you to all our Patreons, everybody that um, supports us. We are beyond grateful. You guys are awesome. Um, if you don't know, by becoming a Patreon, you can get stickers. You can um, uh, get early access to episodes. You can get bonus episodes. We have both weekly and monthly bonus episodes. Uh, you can be a Google guest. You can control our Googles. You can get access to our standup. Um, you can get a signed book. There's so many options and rewards for um, supporting us. So you can do that at patreon.com slash doctors. That's the full word doctors. Yeah. And you can follow us on the socials. We're on Instagram at two non DRS and YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at two non forward doctors, the number two. Um, if you have time, you're feeling kind, please leave us a rate and review on Apple podcasts because it helps us out a lot. We love it. We share it on our socials and it makes us very happy. Thanks to everyone who has left reviews 
And uh, I think now on Spotify, you can rate us as well. Also, I just learned that you can do video on Spotify. So that's something to look into. And personal announcements, is that next? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know when this comes out, but I forgot to announce that. I guess I'll be doing a work in progress at Top Secret on maybe the day this comes out, February 2nd. Um, at 6 p.m. in London at Top Secret Comedy Club. Tickets are on the website if you're interested. And I think I'm actually opening for you at the Bill Murray March 13th. Yeah. That's cool, right? And then yeah. uh, she's coming. She's coming to Europe. Get ready. It's happening. Um, yeah. Am I going to, are we doing any other shows together when you're here? I have to figure it out. I mean, that's what I'm figuring out right now is that I'm adding stuff, but I don't know what the situation is yet. So I, I can't give you any of the information, but I, um, I'm in North Carolina, um, in February, uh, Valentine's day, I'll be in Raleigh day after Valentine's day, I'm in Charlotte. Um, and then Europe as of now is Utrecht, Antwerp, Prague. I just added Vienna, um, hopefully adding Germany and then London and maybe I'll see if I can get to Dublin. I'm figuring it out. Um, and then when I'm back in the States, I just added Syracuse. I'll be in Boston. And then I have a bunch of other stuff coming up. But um, I should hopefully have more stuff on my website soon. And yeah. Fan mail? Fan mail. Okay. This is from Chris on YouTube. Uh, this is responding. I was talking about how I have a fireplace, but I um, wanted to know if it was good or bad for you. And I was like, it's not great. So um, that was one of my Googles a couple weeks ago. And Chris writes, my parents ha um, have had strictly wood heat in their house for over 40 years. The key is keeping the chimney clean, good ventilation and airflow uh, within the house. They have five fans currently in a HEMPA filter unit. HEMPA. Um, also, the kind of wood you burn matters. Uh, we burn pine and cottonwood. Never, never burn Russian olive as its smoke is a, is very car carcinogenic. Yeah. I mean that kind of stuff, like, cause I was basically like, basically the Google was like, it's not great. It's not great. And then I'm like, but I can't be like, everybody right. has a chimney and there's people that heat their house. Like Chris was saying with, with wood that, that like, if, if they're saying it's as bad as cigarette smoke, a cigarette is like completely directly into your lungs. And that's, you know, a fireplace that goes up through the chimney. It's not supposed to come into the house. Um, there was a lot of people that like left comments that were like, make sure it's clean. And it's like, that's the first thing I did. I got it cleaned and inspected. Um, and they were like, it's good to go. And I don't feel like my house is filling with smoke. It's not like that. It's just that one, I sat too close to it. Didn't know you could do that. Um, and two, um, I just never read about it being bad for you. I just never in a million years thought, and even what Chris said about like, there's different type of wood, like you should burn this wood, not this wood. I'm like, shouldn't they tell you that? Like, yeah, they really should. This should come with a manual, but I'm probably go up in smoke, I guess. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like, there's, I remember when I started to drive when I was 17 and my dad was like, all right, I'm going to show you how to change a tire. I'm going to show you like what these buttons mean on your dashboard of like when the engine light comes on, what does that mean? Or like, or like just the fact that like my friend's first car was like this car from like the eighties that was like falling apart and um, she would have to keep the heat on at all times. 
um, no matter what the temperature was, because it, something like, you know, so you found all these things were connected. It's so funny, was, like the, the shit you deal with, with machines that carry you, <laughs> that, like you can easily die in, but you're like, the, the seatbelts are, you know, <laughs> they don't click in, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would but just like, like, we'll hold it. We'll hold the seatbelt. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So she had Izzy pop stuck in the tape deck so that's all we could listen to and the heat always be on and it was just so and she was so happy how funny is that like she was just like i have no car it's so great and we would just be like (laughs) 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 but i i i feel like you know yeah exactly but i feel like you know i got this car and immediately i had to start learning too much about it and you just have to pick like five basic things to kind of know And I guess with a fireplace, I was just like, well, I don't need to know anything. I open, my thing has a thing where it's an open shoot and a closed shoot. So you just make sure the shoot is open and make sure it gets cleaned every year or two years or whatever. And like, there's some signs of it not being great. Like, it's just such a simple apparatus, like a simple invention that I was like, well, they've, it's done growing. It's done getting better. Like they mastered it. It's there. Everyone that that has one is like, yeah, you don't have to, I don't want to have to learn. Like, why is this all of a sudden like a car? (laughs) Like where there's like 18 things I have to learn. Yeah. So are you going to try it again with different type of wood? So I, I had these like Dura flames that I felt like my old tenant just like left them. So those, those burn longer. They burn for like three hours, but I don't feel the heat like the wood, I feel the heat, like it warms up the whole kind of living room kitchen, but it only burns for like an hour. And I just, I just went to Home Depot. I assume they knew what wood I was supposed to have. I hope they're not giving me Russian, whatever, what, where they're just like, it's cheap. That's why. So I just bought it just because I wanted to try my fireplace. And I was able to do only two fires with it because it wasn't much firewood. So I told my dad, I was like, I want to come to the, I want to, I want to shop at the house firewood like I was like I would like some of your firewood and of course my brother who spent like his entire check like this firewood is from like the 80s like my dad's been chopping wood like I said every time he sees like a tree down he's just like Ooh. <laughs> I just picture your dad's like single-handedly like chopping down the rainforest <laughs> a little bit a little bit got through all the trees in New-, in New Jersey or wherever like <laughs> yeah it's always fallen trees but it's like so anyway, my brother is also the one that chops it. So I was talking to him the other week and I was just like, oh, dad said I could pick up firewood next time I'm home. And he's like, no, you can't. And I was like, why? What? And because he's like, I did that. And I was like, you don't even have a fireplace in your apartment. Like, What's shut doing? up. What's he building? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your brother like, up to? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I don't have room for a lot of firewood. I'm, I'm taking like two pieces. But yeah. I love that you're doing your hair right now. I know I shouldn't be. I really shouldn't be. But like, yeah, uh, no, this became a sleepover so feels fast. Like a bit of a compulsion. Yeah, <laughs> I need to I control like, oh. something, Liz. My life is <laughs> my life is just at, the, at that place where if I don't shave my head, I at least have to do this now. Like it's got to yeah. be now. <laughs> no, and I was talking about a fireplace, and it sounded cozy. So you do you. Yeah, uh, I had a gas we'll fireplace in LA, and uh, I used it all the time. You wouldn't think you would need to in LA, but it did get chilly loved it it did get chilly they actually didn't have good heat in LA because they're like it doesn't get cold here and you're like it does it gets down to like 45 at night my first place in LA had no heat and uh it just had like an electric heater the the woman was just like oh yeah the heat's broken but 
it's LA, but she knew what she was doing. It's like, why aren't you here now then? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I was freezing my ass off in February. Um, this is my first experience there. Uh, just had like a little space heater. And so, but you space heaters are awful because once you leave the one foot vicinity that you can yeah, be yeah. in to feel it, you're cold again. You're, you're like worse than you were. I don't know. It was, uh, and I was also, by myself a, and I didn't expensive. know anybody it's a fire hazard and you have to basically sit in front of it. Like a space heater. I knew that was going to happen though. Like as you're, I was like, that side makes sense. The next side, I was like, is she going to have a meltdown? Why, why did one size make side make sense and the other and didn't? Because you're not, you don't have an even part, my dear. So okay. you have, it's, you know, I was just waiting for the meltdown to happen. You do have like a sixties vibe. Like it kind of looks a little bit like a puff. Like we both kind of have like, I look like Rosie, the riveter. You look like you're going to like a dance. Why do you get to be the cool one? <laughs> Why you said you're going to a dance? I'm working. You're going to hang out with your boyfriend. Today. <laughs> this is where you feel like you can't say anything right. I'm like, I just said you looked prettier. Yeah, you are in a lose-lose. I am sick <laughs> on my face in this scenario. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks thank you for Chris. that information. <laughs> um, uh, Googles? Yeah. You want me to go or do you want to go? I'll go. Okay. Um, is it normal to feel pain in your dreams? <laughs> okay. I've, I've, I've only had two dreams that I can remember where I felt actual physical pain. One was when I was a child and somebody was shooting dragonflies at me and I felt them sting and it hurt and I was crying. And I can't, I think I was actually crying when I woke up. That was decades ago. And then the other night I had a dream that someone was attacking me. It was almost like, do you know how in, uh, in, um, you know, when you watch something that's in 4d or like black it's like filmed by black magic camera, like everything looks like really quick and jolty. And that's what it felt like. Like they were coming at me really quick and like scarily. And, um, they just started poking my neck over and over again and over. And like, I couldn't, my reaction wasn't to fight it. I just tried to zen my way out of the pain (laughs) (laughs) nice um i've meditated i can handle this i was i was really just trying to endure until it stopped and i was like they'll eventually get and this is such a on the nose metaphor for what's actually happening in my life but i was like they will eventually get tired of it and leave me alone but they (laughs) didn't (laughs) and it just was poke 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 and i was like it was like the sort of discomfort you feel it was painful but it was also the sort of discomfort you feel when you're being tickled and it's not joyous, but you're laughing. So the person doing it thinks it's fun. And you're like, no, yeah. this is, I'm in horrific pain and I'm laughing because that's the response that it elicits, but I'm going to kill you when this is over. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very unhappy. I hate it. Um, um, so, so what did it say? Did, well, was there any- it was really hard to get a, a good answer, but like a lot of people were like, it's, it's unusual, but it can happen. And like there were different theories. So first of all, this wasn't like I then woke up and realized I was in pain and it was just my brain. Because you know when you like have a, pee- a dream about peeing and then you wake up and you've peed the better you have to pee, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. It wasn't that I, something physically was happening to me while I was sleeping and made me dream of that. And then I woke up and I was able to stop the thing. Like so a lot of people said pins and needles will do that. There was nothing happening. And when I woke up, the pain stopped, but the emotional pain of it all was still there. But um somebody said it could be related to PTSD and that like your brain's memories will, will fill in the blanks. So if you're dreaming of flying, like the memory of like air on your face, well, the, your brain will put that in. So like your brain could just be 
because it's felt that sort of pain before just putting that into the situation. Oh, it's almost like we've talked about this before. Like there's some theory that every person in your dream is somebody that you've seen before. So even if you're looking, if you're like, I've never seen that person in your life, technically unconsciously you did. Maybe you saw them on an escalator coming down while you were going up and it was like a split second, but they say every person in your dream is someone you've seen before. Oh, weird. Yeah. So it kind of makes it feel like maybe every feeling you've had, you've had before, which is that you have been stung or you have been poked or you have been tickled to death or whatever. Yeah. So it's weird because it's like, I must've felt that. I think, I think that has, I think that it was, my brain was pulling from my experience of being tickled in this scenario. Cause it, it feels like suffocating and like, there's nothing I can do and it hurts. But like, I, I, I also think it was a metaphor for like trying to deal with a, a problematic person by just ignoring, not ignoring in a way that's like silent treatment, ignoring, but in the ignoring, ignoring the in a, when I feel like I'm being baited into drama, I, yeah. don't respond and I feel yeah. like that dream was just like like this <laughs> like, yeah like, yeah dream good job cool cool and conscious I'm glad you're there I'm glad you get it <laughs> thanks for making this a physical manifestation of the men- the mental pain that I've had <laughs> yeah they, there's so many people that are just like dreams are they don't mean anything like so there don't you feel like it's a like dreams mean everything if like if you see a you that means exactly this like there's the people that like everything means everything that symbolizes everything and then there's everybody that are just like it's just your unconscious like ha- having a playground like it's just there's no rules and it's just everything in brain blah, 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 for eight hours while you're sleeping but I'm I'm somewhere in the middle like I don't think everything that happens in a dream has a meaning but I think you're stressed and like I I've always talked about this when I'm stressed about work, I have these gymnastics competition dreams. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Anxiety dreams come up. Mine is like waiting tables. But it's like, it's so funny that it's always a past anxiety to represent a, a current anxiety. Yeah. So it's and that's just the like, thing. It, it doesn't inform you on like what to do or how to like remain calm. Or I don't feel like dreams are there to help. <laughs> I feel like, yes. hey, you know that anxiety you feel? Here it is again. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's almost the same way that we've talked about your pain will manifest, like you'll have physical manifestation of pain because of emotional pain you're suppressing. Like, I do think your unconscious is like, oh, if you ignore me during the day, I'm going to fucking harass you at night. You need to feel your feelings and you need to acknowledge your feelings and you need to process your feelings. So until you do, I'm going to make your day and your night miserable. Wow, that is a real... Liz right now, headspace thing to say. <laughs> just, I know what headspace you're in and that feels horrible. Yeah. It's not great. I don't feel okay. pain no matter what. I'm like, you're my brain. <laughs> you're supposed to be nice. I thought you were on my side. What the fuck? <laughs> What'd you um, do? My Google is what causes dandruff. I love so, this Google. Go on. Yeah. So there's two things that's happening. I know for sure I have like eczema back here. I've talked about it pretty much since the beginning of our podcast, but I've been straightening my hair more and you know, you know, me, you know, us, maybe probably more me. I'm the grosser one. Once my hair's straight, I will die with this straight hair until I like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm doing weird hair, like heads. Like I'm just finding every way to hide that my hair is gross and avoid washing it. So of course, after about four days of not washing it, it's not, and sometimes I won't even put like dry shampoo. So I can see how dry shampoo would create some dandruff. But this is like without dry shampoo, I will start to get dandruff. So I'm like, is this, 
is this is is this what naturally is supposed to occur because I'm not shampooing my hair or is this uh, um, some other lining issue and it doesn't matter if I would wash my hair or not wash my hair not because not, clearly it doesn't happen as much when I wash my hair but it was just I don't know I was just curious so um, there's five reasons that you could have dandruff first one is you just have dry skin so it's just it happens more in the winter and you just need to kind of have more moisturizing you know condition or whatever. Um, second reason is you aren't shampooing enough. So oil accumulates and it builds up on your skin. And, um, if you shampoo more, it should go away. And if just shampooing alone doesn't go away, it's either your scalp's too dry or too oily. Yeah, no, it's super weird. Almost everything about this is about oil. And I just didn't understand it. And I can see it when my hair's straight because, you know, it gets greasy, it's gross. And then I start to get, I'm like, why is it greasy? But I have dandruff. Like it's just weird. Um, so they basically say shampoo more. And if that doesn't work, use, you know, the medicated dandruff shampoo. Third is you're allergic to your hair care product so that, you know, best thing to do is get new ones. Um, four, it's a medical condition. So there's this subor, sub, seborrheic, seborrheic dermatitis, um, which basically is like, you would have dandruff, you would have redness of the scalp. It looks very similar to like psoriasis and eczema and, and stuff like that, that it's, so it's its own condition and that you clearly would need like the medicated shampoo. And then the last one is a yeast overgrowth. It's this thing called malsericea. Nope. It's a fungus that lives on your scalp. Um, everybody has it, but, um, your skin seems to form some kind of sensitivity and that can result in dandruff. So my thing is that it's either like shampoo or the fact that I already have eczema. I don't think it is the eczema because the eczema is only here. And when I was getting dandruff, it was up here. Um, so I think it's either I need to just shampoo more because like I said, I was straightening my hair and it was happening, or it might be a yeast overgrowth just because that's something I naturally, my whole body is, has an issue with it. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, a, I washed my hair and that always helps. Um, there's this apple cider vinegar. I gave it to my brother because my brother was actually dealing with really bad dandruff. Um, last time he stayed with me and I told, I told him I had this, um, Cantu is like half the hair products I use. It's like mostly like a black women's curly hair product, but they have this apple cider vinegar thing. And mo- it's usually black women use it when their hair is braided and they can't shampoo, but their scalp is itchy. So you just put this like kind of rinse on it and kind of rub it in. Um, and that just relieves kind of the itchiness, but I've seen that it's good for just a, my scalp was itchy, but B just kind of helps with that occasional dandruff that I was getting. And it was doing, it was great, but it's something about the fact that I've been straightening my hair more has made it not work as well. I love that we have, we're so different, but we have like the same issues and we treat them differently. Like my, like, uh, cause remember a few weeks ago, I was talking about how, like, I was like, do I have lice? Like I was so, my scalp was so itchy and I bought this like typology scalp thing that <laughs> it was like 30 pounds and you're like, I got apple cider vinegar. <laughs> oh, did I've done, I've done between my hair being not as curly and my scalp being a little weird. I'm just like, I have been doing like all this, like apple cider vinegar stuff. And, and, but I always, I actually always go to like the black hair care products. Cause I feel like they always care about moisture more and they actually don't have a lot of added stuff. Like it's always like, they're the, they're the products that I usually see that don't have the SLS. They don't have parabens. Like they're the ones that are, that seem to be the more natural. Um, and, um, 
it seems to be helping, but I did buy a dandruff shampoo just to see if that helps more, especially if I am going to keep, I think my hair starting to get in a weird length and I think I'm going to grow it out. So yeah. I think I'm just going to be, when it's at a weird length, it looks better straight. I gotcha. Yeah. So, so that's, so that's my dandruff. That's my dandruff Google. Uh, you want to get into let's get personal. Yeah. Okay. What takes up too much of your time? Lately, it's been you talking. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say either this or me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I was actually going to say lately, it's been word games. Like I downloaded words with word with friends again um, over the holidays to survive. And um, I, I remember I used to have it on my phone and I deleted it because it took up all my time. And this time I didn't even connect it to my Facebook to play with other people. I was just going to play the solo games and then, but they keep matching me with people. And I'm literally on that thing to the point. Johnny was like, I feel so disconnected from you because I'm just, I'm on these games. And then Wordle came out and then I found the, like the, the Wordle games that are, what do you call a substitution? Like the games that are copies. The, anyway, there's copies of Wordle. Knockoffs. Yeah. Whatever that you could do all the time. And so I'm just constantly playing these word games. And I, I was like, why can't I get paid for this? I enjoy it so much. <laughs> so good at them there's so many internet scams that are like get paid to play solitaire and like are there oh yeah there's tons of those games oh shit yeah Yeah, because somebody was like twitch because i think johnny was like you you didn't you didn't like twitch but you could do that and i was like what world are we living in so it's just i don't know what's going on anymore honestly i think if you just like only wore a bra and played wordle and like just had a camera over you could probably be a millionaire i don't know why i don't I <laughs> I used I mean, to have a thing against that. Like, I don't want to get attention by being sexy or like, I'm not going to like, yeah. put, like tits on Instagram and stuff. But now I'm like, why did I just decide that? And then, and, then, and then you're just like, you're here on like the slow track and you're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think my morals are keeping me warm at night. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like you just get to a place where you're just like, I hate that I was raised with like, and I'm not even that judgy of them. Like, that's just something I'm not going to do, but good for you. Way to use your tits. But I'm just like, I hate that I was raised with integrity. I know. Like, here's me lighting candles in my underwear. And people will be like, yeah, I'll watch that. I'm not even joking. Your face wouldn't even have to be in it. It could just be this over-the-shoulder shot where it looks at your cleavage. If my face and- wasn't in it. <laughs> huh? I think it would help if my face wasn't in it. Shut up. Oh, don't say that. Oh. Um, but you know what I mean? Like I was saying it as a, as a way that you could be anonymous. Like, it's not like it would be like Maria Shahada tits wordle. Like, you know, like it's wordle. Brilliant. <laughs> but like, it's the thing. And it just says like, it's in, I, you know, I vague, I just learned about wordle like a week ago. I feel no desire for those games because I don't like, like, um, the other comic I'm working with here keeps being like, is blah, blah, blah word. And I was like, Matthew, I've told you four times I'm dyslexic. Like, yeah. I don't, I cannot, I help, I can't even help myself. Like with Wordle, you can just try it. And then was it, were they playing Wordle or what were they asking for? I think it was Wordle. You could just try it. And if it's not a word, like there's no um, penalty for getting not a word, <laughs> you know? So anyway. Um, honestly, lately I've noticed more how much errands take up my time to the point where like, you know, you know, you're like, you write a to-do list and it's like, okay, these are all the creative things I have to get done. These are the things like I have to go to work. I have to go to these shows. I have these meetings, but I'll have like errands and the whole day will go by and I'll be, and I'll have gotten a lot done. I'll have done laundry. I've gone to the grocery store. I have, you know, dropped off a package. Like I've done all the things, 
but I'm like, oh my God, it's five. Like, this is nuts. Like I haven't sat all day and my whole day's gone. And like, I remember some, and like, I, I feel clearly feel very fortunate that we make our own schedule or whatever, but I, it made me just like, kind of realize that like somebody like my sister, where you're just like, she has kids and job, like, this, um, like, do you have those friends that are always doing something while you're on the phone and you kind of are like, all right, are you like making a quilt? Like, what are you do- like? Why? What are you doing? I don't talk on the phone like ever, unless it's to you and you usually are doing something, but you put it down, but you're, you're that friend to me. Like, I'm always like, how do you get so much done? And still have time for me. I don't understand. Like you, you're so productive, but you do have time to a watch things and b like talk. If if I need you, you will. You're there. I'm never like I don't know. She's too busy. I can't get a hold of her. I mean, I do. I, I do extend my day, which is if I got up late, then I'm staying up late, and then if I drop what I'm doing to talk to you. So if you call and I don't have time or I, or I feel like pinched, I'll see if there's something I can, like, I will fold laundry and talk to you on the phone or, you know what I mean? Like I, I definitely, my dad, my dad has taught me, like I've actually yelled at my dad for this, but like in the windshield of his car with like newspaper. So that's clearly very loud. And so I'll be on the phone with him and you just hear crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. And I'm like, dad, are you, what are you doing? Are you making a fight? What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm watching my car. I was like, if you would just use a rag, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know, but now I'm mad. Like, sit down. You're the one that says we never talk. Like, um, but no, I've also had to get in the habit of, I like, like not all your attention. I think you can fold laundry or whatever, but like I do, my brother's the one that's pointed it out where my brother's like, you're not here anymore. So I'm going to go. And I was like, I don't know what happened. I just (laughs) shut off. (laughs) I do. I do have like a 45 minute max of being on the phone, but we even talked about it last episode. I like I don't like being on the phone. It's just necessary. And it makes me feel connected to the people I'm not as connected with, but I do, I do prefer like, like we used to, when you first moved to LA, we used to Skype all the time. I loved that. Like I did, I do like seeing someone's face more than like my therapist. Sometimes I can tell is like not fully there. And I know she couldn't, she would have to be fully there if we were in person and that'll bother me. Yeah, that is, that would bother me too. Especially because I'm paying her. I've, I've never paid her. you. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. No. If you lose attention, I'm like, you're my friend and I am asking a lot. I love that we just turned our Skype calls into a podcast. Yeah, I would say errands and then just organizing. So like I make a to-do list for the entire week. So like I have my calendar and I'm like Monday, everything that needs to get done, Tuesday, everything. So I spend anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes watching TV and doing it, but I sit and organize because I get stressed out if I don't have everything. And that's one of the things I do get. The reason I do get a lot done is it's all visually there and I love crossing things out and it just makes me, I feel empowered. That's but my I, favorite part of the week. Yeah. It, I like, like Sunday, it. It's time to map out the week. I'm so excited. I'm like looking at, okay. I look at my phone calendar. I see what I have and I fill it in. Then it's like, what do I have to get done? Then I fill it in. Love it. I love all that. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like it. It's just, I do realize sometimes how much time that takes, but I do think, and from all my reading about organization and productivity, I do think it's one of the reasons I am more productive is because I take the time to do that. But there is a time where like, especially when you're busy and you're supposed to be getting stuff done that I'm just like, I spent an hour organizing. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Topic. Yeah, let's do it. 
Um, I kind of love this topic. Uh, the topic is the history of shaving. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I just, first of all, the reason I was inspired by this topic is I read a book. I wonder if it's a Gabe, uh, not Gabe Monte, um, Malcolm Gladwell book or whatever. But I remember in some kind of like essay, how things are book, they talked about how mint being in tooth. So mint doesn't make your teeth clean. But somebody kind of discovered that that minty flavor feels clean and makes people feel like their mouth is clean. And that there was a time that all of a sudden, like there was a time before mint was in toothpaste. And then now all toothpaste has mint in it because there's that fresh, it just feels fresh in your mouth. And I was like, blew my goddamn mind. Like I didn't even like I was just like, I don't know. I thought mint made your teeth cleaner. It doesn't. It's just an additive to make you feel oh, like it's clean. I, the other day I brushed my teeth with the toothpaste. It was so minty that when we left and I went outside and it was cold outside, I was like, I, I got to get like a cinnamon toothpaste for the winter. <laughs> so cold. That's hilarious. Um, but I just like it, that hearing that story or reading that story made me realize how much like campaigning and like um, that. So like, I mean, I don't, know what research you did, but like going from like the stone ages to ancient Rome. And of course it's all, it's all the ancient people. We always know ancient Rome, ancient Egypt, uh, ancient Greece. Um, I read later about ancient India. I don't even know if people say ancient India, but like, like it felt like they were a little left out and it wasn't until my later research that they talked about it. But in general, it was just how it's like the influence of emperors and, and, and just how you know, people had a feeling and then they got influenced and then eventually it becomes ads that really influence it. But, um, in the beginning, it's just people plucking, which is like, or tweezing. I, well, first of all, like most of the stuff that comes up or annoyingly was from like Gillette and Bulldog and all these companies that deal with Yeah, that. yes, yes. <laughs> but I was like, I'll go for it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, in ancient Rome, they used two clamshells and like, plucked with those your entire that- beard and these are romans i mean <laughs> these are like not not no, hairy people no it, that's good to talk about things taking too much time <laughs> but you had time back then what's everyone doing no you didn't you had to like hunt for your food and 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 like i don't know you had to provide well i guess if you're rich enough to get rid of your beard you didn't. Oh, that's true. Other people are hunting for your food and providing. So it's like, what'd you do today? I think you see what I did today. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh my God, it looks so good. So smooth. I just, so smooth, so smooth. But like, also like how pain, like I think about all the painful things we do as women, but it kind of made me feel good that men had it painful for a while. Like their beauty was painful. Yeah. It was, it started with them. And then, um, like I basically read that like rich people would have smooth faces and then in ancient Egypt, they would get rid of hair because it was hot as fuck. Yeah. Um, everywhere. But yeah, they shaved everything. I guess they shaved everything. I don't know how they got rid of the hair, but they got rid of the hair, but then they added it back in because you can't have the blazing sun on your head. So it's like, why'd you get rid of your hair then? Just cut it. I mean, guys, what are we doing? And then, so they put wigs on their hair and even like beard wigs. I saw that and I was just like, wait, how is that not worse? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I guess you can take it off, but. I'm just picturing it being kind of wooly and, and horrible. And what is it made out of? Is it the hair that you pluck? I don't know. What is I it made know. out of? Mammoth. I don't know. 
But what I thought was, excuse me, what I thought was crazy is they use like a pumice stone. Pumice stone. Thank you. I couldn't get it out of my mouth. Like, and that's how they would get off like the stubble. And I was like, I have to say the, the beginning of reading all this stuff, I just cringed. Like I was like, this just seems so painful. And the few pain, like getting my eyebrows threaded, which I get like probably like every three weeks or, you know, when I wore, like when I would get them, like, I just think of all the like painful girl things I've done, laser hair removal, which in certain spots is not fun. And then I think like, who are they doing this for? Like, who is this? Was this just status? Like, I think it was mostly status. Alexander the Great came in. What was it? Like, it was like, if you'd shaved your beard, it meant something. And then so no one did. And then he came in and was like, I like my beard shaved. And they were like, we want to shave our beards too. He was a trendsetter. And that's really how it started was like, was like leaders were the ones that, um, oh no, he, he encouraged people to, um, uh, shave their beards because, uh, the enemy could grab it when they were in battle. Oh, that's right. That's right. We read the same articles. Yeah, no, I did. And I, what's funny is I started reading that article and I was like, oh, this is all about dudes. Who gives a fuck about dudes? What I think is funny is that you start, so you think of what are the main companies? There's like Gillette, there's Schick, Stick, Schick, Stick. Yeah. I don't even know how you say that. Um, there's like the main kind of companies and you see that they were early inventors, almost like when we were talking about, um, prosthetics, like, like one of the early inventors of prosthetics. And now they're the leading, um, you know, people in prosthetics. It's the same thing with, with, razors like some of these early inventors and razors are now the people that we now just get the modern day razor from so so the biggest change so it was always like these kind you always had to go to like a barber shop so it was like a lot of these straight razors if you were rich you had your own kind of barber shop person and then if you were poor you you would just go to the barber shop and that's where everybody went that's where they gossiped it was it was you always went somebody had to shave your face but then what the invention is was like in the 1700s this frenchman uh jean Jacques Parit. Jacques. I think I, Jacques. Um, Just, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, he invented the first safety razor, which he like basically attached wood and it would kind of guard the straight razor. And that allowed people to start shaving at home. And that's like, that's when things really started to kind of take off is the fact that you didn't have to go somewhere or be rich to be able to shave. And then I, I kind of love so they said in 1895, a traveling salesman came up with a disposable razor and you're just like, oh, remember traveling salesman guys. Now we just have Instagram <laughs> influencers. But I was like, there's like just some guy that's just like, hey, hey, I got an idea. I got a thing. Do you want to buy it? Yes, I'd love some bit lemonade. And women back then just used to get rid of the hair on their face and neck. And I didn't know what I should when I should jump in. So I'm just doing it. And it wasn't no, the 1920s yeah. with like flappers outfits because they were like strappy. The people are like, oof, uh, the arm hair, um, armpit hair. That's not gonna, that's not gonna fly in these dresses. So then they started shaving their underarms. But that was the biggest thing is they basically said going forward, it was fashion that really started to influence, especially for 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 women in body hair. If um, out fashion influenced where you would start shaving, and then from there it was like, so they think like Darwinism, like so they think Charles Darwin in 1871 basically had a book called, uh, um, this was it descendant of men. I can't even read my own handwriting, but it basically said homo sapiens have less body hair than their, um, uh, and, and basically they made like, if you had less body hair, they found you attractive, more sexually attractive. And that's why you're more evolved. 
Yeah. And so that's so the ascension so, of man. Yeah. I don't know if it cut off or I just wrote it shitty, but basically less hairy mates were more sexually attractive. So that they think kind of influenced the fact that people started to like shave more and the then descent. Yes. Oh yeah. I should spell better. Um, but by the early 1900s, like middle-class white American women associated smooth skin with like desirable femininity. And then it just kind of fucking took off from then. So then you have magazines, fashion magazines, um, um, uh, the, the, the fashion, uh, women's magazines, all kind of pushing that, that smooth skin being hairless is, is what real women are. And then like uh, the bikini happened in the like 40s and 50s. No, what happened was um, legs first. So World War One and two meant there, there was a nylon shortage. And so women couldn't wear pantyhose. So they just started going bare legged and shaving their legs. It just to me seems like the guys were all like, we ran out of nylons. Sorry. <laughs> like They're just lying. Like, they just yeah. tied them away in, in boxes like we don't have any more. You just Sorry. have to. Um, Sorry about that. Also, like, I don't. Okay, I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. Did you have to wear a slip under your dress when you were yeah. younger? Mm-hmm. And that's just like not a thing anymore. Like it right. was always like put on a slip and then you put on your dress. And it's so weird to me that that's like not a thing because I remember it was so important. I would have a bunch of slips in my closet and I would have a bunch of dresses. But the same thing with with like pantyhose or nylons. It was always you had to wear them even though they were itchy or uncomfortable or look, it felt like you used them once and they would get a run in them. Like they just felt so disposable. But what was, was that all about decency? Like, was it about pretending that you were smooth? What was it like? I just, that's where you start to understand, like not understand, like we don't, we clearly did. It didn't ever seem like it had a purpose other than the fact that you were just less naked. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't go into the history of nylons. <laughs> I, but we need to what the fuck is, what's the point of pantyhose um but yeah like you said as is you know more armpits are out more legs are exposed then it got pushed more and more to like, and, and in the 50s and it was like bikinis and it was like um they started shaving that area and then in the 80s they were like shave it oh the brazilian came out and then now we laser the shit off. <laughs> well, don't forget, there was a little bit of a pushback in the 60s and 70s with feminism and, oh, and right. stuff. So it, it all this stuff has been an ebb and flow, both with like beards and with like women shaving, where it's just like beards are cool. Beards are stupid. Shaving is cool. Shaving is stupid. So like with feminism, there was this kind of like being more natural. But that like like you said, as soon as the 80s came by, they were just like, no, nope, pain. Get rid like- of it. Yeah. I feel like there's more of a trend towards not shaving like with this generation, the newest one. Yeah. Um, well, we are, I feel like we were at the end, like the older millennial was at the end of the aggressive, take it all off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, like I think with pornography, I think with um, laser hair removal, like there were between inventions and um, seeing more people's bodies t- truly with like, movies porn whatever it was just this like fucking you need to be like like you need to be a slippery naked thing (laughs) like just you know what i mean and then with uh more kind of women being um i don't know there's just been more of a pushback of just being which i think is fine which being more natural it's just weird because it's weird to be a feminist and be like yeah do you but also i grew up this way and i don't 
think I want to stop. Um, some, I mean, like I'm half lasered anyway, so I can't, if I wanted to, um, I remember like, cause I lived in LA for seven years when I first came to London. And then I remember being, I would be going to use a like public toilet and there was a pubic hair on the seat. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like so <laughs> vintage. So retro. <laughs> I, so I had my, I had my armpits lasered. I had my bikini line lasered and I had my legs lasered. I tried doing my mustache many times, did shit. Um, (laughs) and I shave that now. Um, but it's like, it's funny to me that none of them are perfect, but they're pretty, like, it's more maintainable. But like, if I'm, if I'm, if this isn't out, then I'm kind of just a hairy lady, but if I'm dating or if it's summer, then I start going back like you know what I mean like it's not like I don't feel good about myself unless I'm like this like lizard but yeah. it's just kind of like it's almost habitual like my armpits are out I shave my armpits my legs are out I shave my legs but if they're not out also it's winter I'm trying to try not keep all warm in here yeah um but I don't know I mean I don't I don't see it's funny with a beard on a dude like I don't feel any which way as long as it's like not like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like they were talking about in one of the articles, how like that, like, um, I think it might be the Amish where, where like they're clean shaven and then they get married and then they never cut it again. And you oh, have like, wow. this ZZ top situation. Um, when it starts to get like ZZ top, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, I love a good, like get some beard oil, get, get in there, like make yeah. it a little, do some queer eye, you know, queer eye stuff where it's like, it's just taken care of and a little more kept. But for the most part, I, I don't, I don't have any kind of preference or not. Although I think we can all agree the first time you make out with somebody and they just rip apart your face, whether it's like a beard or they're like scruffy or even clean shit, like that, that first make out where your face is like, oh, we are very exfoliated. <laughs> You're like, this is rough. I, um, I, I know that I think about it. I had an uncle that used to like, like, like swipe his scruffy face up against my cheek when I was a child. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> that hurt like a motherfucker. I was like, what the, I don't know. I was like, okay. Um, he has a weapon. That was a weapon. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like just like a kind of teasy, like loving thing. But like, now I'm like, that's yeah. My um, poor little child face. Just <laughs> fragile <laughs> face. You have like wounds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's funny, even as like, like I see women pushing back and not shaving. And I, all I think is that's great. But then I also think I wish I could do that because I don't feel like I can, like, I don't feel like I can accept that because of for myself, because of, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of ingrained, like the femininity is ingrained to not have hair like that. It's just, I can't, it, it will always look bad to me. And it's so funny because like you can adapt to some things as you get older and you're just like, well, okay, like we don't wear skinny jeans anymore. We wear flares again, like fine. (laughs) But with this, it's like, I can't get on board with natural hair. I'm not, I'm not okay. And I don't feel, I don't feel like, cause like, I mean, I'm one of those people, I never overplucked my eyebrows. I was always like, these are my eyebrows. I'll just kind of whatever. Like I've never been every fashion or body hair trend. Like I, I definitely feel like I pick and choose to, and I'm, I'm Italian. Like there's only so much I can do. Um, but it is funny to me that I, I first shaved my legs when I was, I think like nine, nine years old. I remember this so clearly. 
I was sitting in the tub. I saw my mom's razor, which is probably not okay. Shaved my legs. And then I was in the car and I put my feet up on the back of the car. And my older sister goes, did you shave your legs and runs her hand down my leg? And then she goes, mom, Liz shaved her legs Cause she was older and she hadn't shaved her legs. And she's like, mom, Liz shaved her legs. And she's like, okay. And so then Teresa's upset that I didn't get in trouble. And I'm like, man. And then I think Teresa went and shaved her legs because she like thought she couldn't do it. Like she thought she wasn't allowed. Yeah. But my mom was kind of just like, be careful. Like, <laughs> Don't cut yourself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I remember shaving my legs really young. I don't remember what age I started shaving my legs, but it was a conversation. I remember that. Like, I think mom? for a while, my mom was like, no, you can't. You're too young. And then I don't know. I don't know if I just did anyway without talking to her about it. Like, I don't remember how old I was. I don't actually have no memory of when I started shaving my legs. Isn't that crazy? I know. I did not ask for permission. I knew it was probably scandalous. And I also was like, well, who's going to find out? Like, it's also like <laughs> then you, you know what I mean? I'm proudly put your feet up on the dashboard. <laughs> I have almost black hair and I'm just like, who's going to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I was just like, I don't like this. And I, I'm just going to do this. And I didn't ask anybody's permission. I mean, that's always been my way. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed learning about all this and like all the kind of like everything was kind of pushed by like, so they even say like, like armpits started to shave because of like advertisements and fashion. Like they all kind of came together to kind of influence us and pressure us. And then other influencers. It's so funny to have Instagram influencers and people are like, Oh, that's so weird. But it's like, there's always been influencers. There's always been people that change the course of how we dress and, and, and what we do with our bodies. But I don't know. I don't even know what I want people. I, I guess if anybody else has any like weird shaving facts I want to learn about, I definitely want to know like when women first were like, oh, I guess I have to shave. Like, like I said, I think I was nine. Yeah. But I don't know. You can write to us. Yeah. Or can they write to us, Maria? We had two non-doctors at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is that full word doctors? That's full word doctors. The number two. <laughs> awesome. Um, but, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, thank you for listening. We hope you learned something and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. You're my brain. (laughs) You're supposed to be nice.